Teeny, episode 101. On today's show, Steffi suffers inconvenience because of the Seahawks. Simone opens the can of worms on evolution and points out you are not so smart. And the ever-increasing douchery of fleas discussed and even reveled in. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? You're late. I'm very late, and would you like to know why? Please! It is because of the motherfucking Seattle Seahawks had a gigantic parade of 700,000 oh. people today. 700,000 people! They turned out, yeah. To watch the, the Seahawks ride by in these in these tacky Ride the Ducks boats. Do you know what these are? <laughs> I, the Seahawks oh, I see, were in I, these Ride them, the yeah. Ducks boats. And yeah. waving at their at their public, throwing <laughs> things at them. I guess I I'm not interested in that. David took the kids, but I'm like I'm happy to be at work. But I left work early to come home so we could record early, and my bus was over an hour late. And I'm wearing tights like a stupid hoe, and it's 25 degrees out there. And I was telling I think I was telling you that if I was blindfolded, I would have thought I was standing in ice water. Like I thought oh. I was going to die. Like oh. everything hurt because I was that cold. But I was. I was so calm on the outside. You would never have known. Yeah. That yeah. I was I was like feeling like I was I was like in the lowest pit of hell if hell was made out of ice. So um, my bus finally came and and when I finally got home is when I like collapsed kinda like a baby. I'm like whining and um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I regressed. But it's all because of the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them. So and like what time was the parade that this spilled over into past six thirty? Oh, like at eleven in the morning or something. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> that is so dumb. I know. Um, but I have to admit that when my Hawks, my Hawthorne Hawks in Melbourne, yeah. when they we were in the grand final in two thousand and twelve and I was uh, sorry in two thousand eight when I was there, um, uh, I went to the parade. But there weren't seven hundred thousand people and we hadn't won yet. That was just like the parade, the pregame parade. So I went yeah. to that and then we had another event afterwards after we won in two thousand eight and we went to that. Um, but yes. <laughs> but it's not like like there, it's like there's so many there's teams from different suburbs you know so you don't yeah. get so you don't get like the whole city going crazy because most of the city's team didn't even make it oh, so, yeah, but yeah. when we're here it's like the whole city it's like uh, yeah so i understand why it's such a such a big shutdown so um, yeah but were you engaged in the game while it was happening i actually was like i didn't watch a second of it but i was um uh-huh. i was like supporting the seahawks for all my seattle Yay. friends so <laughs> Yeah. I um I wasn't gay like I watched it. Carrie came over, listener Carrie, <laughs> and <laughs> I feel bad calling her a listener because she's so much more of a friend than just a yeah. listener. No. Um, <laughs> she's been downgraded to a listener. <laughs> downgraded to our patron <laughs> from one of your best friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So she came over, and David's way into the Seahawks in a subdued way, like, it, but he takes it really seriously, and so that's really cute. And and I'm all kind of like, uh, I'm gonna read my Vogue magazine over here. But then like when we started <laughs> getting touchdowns, I'm like, yeah, 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 and I'm like, oh, where did that come from? How did I suddenly care about that? So. <laughs> I know, and I was texting you about it, and then I was like, I'm going for the Seahawks, and you were like, you were like, yeah, I'm excited. And so when you said you were excited that they were scoring, I was like, oh, she's paying attention. And then I asked you who they were playing, and you didn't even know. <laughs> I, I knew. I knew. Uh, I had to play it cool, though. <laughs> I was amazed. I was like, wow, that takes some disinterest to not know. Uh, <laughs> I remember a long time ago, like, um, I was, t- you know, I was, I told my therapist, this is before I was married, that I was, like, getting over this guy, and I was all heartbroken for, for months. And then I met a new guy, and so I was telling my therapist about it, and he's like, so what was that, um, your old boyfriend's name? I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that after, like, months of, like, being so about this one guy. So. <laughs> I don't know who we're playing. Broncos, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Well, anyway, well, congratulations to the Seahawks. Oh, thank you. Just because I do tell my, my own cold, sports. frozen, frost, frostbitten body that. I, I went to I went to a cafe um, just to like do some writing and and have some artichoke ravioli and I thought it'll be nobody be there no one will be there even though it's usually so crowded because of the Super Bowl and sure enough it was quite empty and while I was there in two separate rooms at the restaurant I heard uh, two different groups of people talking about Breaking Bad and I'm like awesome. <laughs> Oh, what were so they saying? Were, just like some people were like probably in season four, I think, and um, and then the other ladies were talking about catching, what, rewatching it because the latest, the, the final episodes are coming up on Netflix at the end of the month. So they didn't even say Breaking oh. Bad, but I knew that was the case, and they talked about the last eight, and I'm like, yep, they're talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> awesome. What if you had yeah. gotten out your phone? And you're like, this is this is me with um, Brian Cranston and my baby. Yeah, yeah, I totally wanted to. <laughs> I admire your self-restraint. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, I got to work on Monday and I had a package um, and I was contacted much like, you know how you received that uh, Mark Driscoll book because they were just yeah. reaching out to all these people with Christian blogs. So I guess they're just <laughs> reaching out to people with podcasts. So they wanted to send us a copy of this book by this comedian to read and review or have her as a guest if we wanted. So I was like, sure, oh. send the book. But I gave my P.O. box and... Um, which is what I use for most of my mail. Anyway, and then um, and then she's like, oh, do you have like a non-PO box address? I'm like, shit, I don't want to give out my address to this person because I don't really know anything about them. They just yeah. appeared out of nowhere. So I gave my work address and I put my name and my work address. Like, that's all. And then uh-huh. I get to work and on my desk is a package like, Simone <laughs> Turkington, Dongtini. And it just like put <laughs> Dongtini as the business name. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Did you say your boss said that to you? No, nobody said it, but it was just there okay. on my desk, and clearly, like the, ma- the like you know, the guy in the warehouse and the shipping department. You must have said Dom Teeny. I could just imagine like saying it out loud, like oh. Nobody said anything, but yeah. Oh, I was just I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> 
Well, I think there have been some instances with our podcast and uh, not making it onto certain syndication type websites because of their problem with our name. Like all the I other feral audio <laughs> podcasts yes. get on there, but not ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because our name and our logo, our logo on the feral audio site, we didn't even make. It's really obscene. And, um, <laughs> That's the way it is. Um, and I think that really, that was a deterrent for the people that, I guess I won't say the name in case. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Who was it? Audible.com. They do fucking um, uh, savage love. People are talking about licking assholes and stuff. But, you know, just a dong in a cocktail glass? No, can't do it. A pixelated wow. dong. A pixelated dong. Oh, Such It's bullshit. because we're girls. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Um, but before uh, before we move on and uh, before I leave the workplace, um, I've talked about Whopper Junior before, my coworker, and he's expecting yes. a child, which is really scary um, because he's so <laughs> dense. But I feel bad for him, so I've been um, uh, I've been because you know to get the money from the state, you know, when you have a baby and you need paid leave to spend time with your child, you know, I had a really hard time with it, and like it's really hard to get through. Like when I tried to get through to them, I called. 65 times this is the worst time I had to call like probably what? 8 times the worst time I called 65 times and when I say call 65 not 65 times I don't mean just dialing I mean 65 times of getting through picking up pressing 1 pressing 1 entering my social entering my pin pressing 1 pressing 0 and then getting told we're sorry the maximum number of calls has been reached please try again later 65 fucking times it's that bad that's because I fucked up the form in the beginning so even though Whopper Junior is like a complete idiot i i don't want to see him suffer this because he's an idiot and puts the form in incorrectly you know so i was like i'll help you out with it so you know you get your money in you know because his wife wouldn't be working she only works part-time anyway and they have a new baby you know i was like i'll help you yeah. out so unfortunately when you go to help him then now he's now he thinks we're friends so he's being like extra chatty with me so anyway he <laughs> was talking about something else about betty white being on jay leno or something and said yeah it was really cool they like pulled out this footage of her like from a tv show you know like her, like like in the 60s you know like from the archives oh, no. he said archives archives oh I was like, that's I couldn't hear anything. about sour cream and chives flavored potato chips. I Maybe that's so. The <laughs> like he also says, like Adele, he says Adele. Like he thinks ah, the E is pronounced. Who says and that? I don't Has know. But corrected him? I, 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 I don't know. I, I corrected him when he said Adele incorrectly, but I've, I've corrected him something else he said. He pronounced with it. He like pronounces the E on the end separately with its E sound. And yeah, but archives, I was just too, I was too like blown away to speak even. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how does that happen? I think we got the new dongtacular vernacular on our hands. (laughs) (laughs) What could it possibly mean though? Um, But um, anyway, and, uh, and I just wanted to read this email, like, because I've been giving him this advice, you know, because I've explained Papa Junior, but I don't think anything quite explains it. Like how you'll be talking about one thing and he just is always like thinking ahead to say something else that he thinks is funny but it's not funny so he neither understands what you're talking about and he's sort of interrupting to say something that doesn't fit in with anything so he emails me thanks for the advice simone you are the best i am prepping myself for april i hope i can get at least a week or two off edd sounds more like waiting in line for the price is right six hours to sit down lol except hopefully there will be an outcome other than being in a stuck in the seats hopefully getting picked for the showcase can you believe some lady almost got bob to kiss her grandma on her birthday they were the same age both 95 so it would have been funny if bob would have done it 
Where what the did that fuck end is that? up going? I That's know. Amazing. That is I know. amazing. Who yeah. knows that sort of stuff? How does he know exactly how long it takes to <laughs> wait for the prices right? Only because he's done it. Clearly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And wow. he didn't get picked for the showcase, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but that, that's what every conversation with him is like. It's just you're saying one thing, oh. you think you're talking about this. Oh, he's no. not listening because he's thinking ahead about how he can he's fit in this funny anecdote that you, what you were talking no. about vaguely reminded him of. Yeah, it's really hard. It's so like I a thought conversation I should. With Dane Cook. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh, yeah. I heard some some interview with him recently where they were like, "What would?" Or, I mean, I wasn't. I promise this was a, a clip of some on another thing. I wasn't listening to the actual interview, but they go, they go. Okay, Dane Cook, what would you have been if you hadn't been a comedian? He's like, you know, I probably had a regular job. But I'll tell you this, I've been the funny, funniest motherfucker in the office. Oh. <laughs> wow. I think Wapa Jr. probably thinks Dane Cook is awesome. Yeah, he led me into a conversation going. about. Seth Rogen. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about Seth Rogen. Like, it was just so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> there are these guys in um, the break room. I try to go on the off hours, but sometimes I'll, I'll be in there with their total frat guys that are, you know, in their 40s now, but they love sports. And the, and one of them always talks about how much he loves Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> what would you do loves Adam Sandler movies? Like, still. I he does. Still. <laughs> He probably went and saw Jack and Jill in the theater. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I go, yeah. I, I, I like, I still quote Happy Gilmore and stuff. I, I mean, in the in recent years, I think it's just not the same for me. No, the guys that made like a decent film in like 10 years at least. Oh, man. But that's why they still put him in movies because of these guys. So, yeah. Thanks, you idiots. <laughs> Thanks, Whopper Juniors of the world. Yep. So you went to the Cat Video Film Fest? Yes, I did. I did. And it was not as awesome as I had hoped it would be. I mean, you no? would think that going to the Internet Cat Video Film Festival would be the best thing ever. But it was a bit disorganized. And here's the thing. They said Keyboard Cat was going to be there, right? But mm -hmm. Keyboard Cat, the original Keyboard Cat, the one in the blue shirt with the doom, doom, doom. That cat died in 1987. So any, <laughs> so any keyboard cat you see today, no, it's, I think it's like a like a menudo type keyboard cat where they just keep replacing a cat to be the new keyboard cat. It's like it's just a, it's just a title. So I was just like, what? So anyway, so I was disappointed. But but Grumpy Cat was there. So I got to see Grumpy Cat in person. And she's so Ooh. cute. So she's really? just a tiny little thing. Yeah, I didn't get to meet her because I had Quincy with me. And, and um, uh -huh. yeah, he was getting cranky towards the end during the meet and greet period. So I left. <laughs> but I did get to see her held up on stage. And I met another cat that um, wore sunglasses because she didn't have eyelids. <laughs> What? Yeah, and it just hangs out, just chill. Like everyone's petting it and hanging out, and it like doesn't care. The cat is wearing sunglasses. What's the yes. cat's name? Uh, the cat's name is. Fuck! What was it? It was. Um, oh, um, Kitty Bagel. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> I know, and you can follow Kitty Bagel on Instagram. <laughs> the lady. Oh my gosh! Speaking of. 
The other day on Instagram, JP, who um, does Plesiosaur, our friend JP, he took a he had a picture of a basset hound. He goes, "This is my neighbor's dog, Bagels." For a basset hound, especially. Bagels. <laughs> bagels the dog. Yeah, yeah. Bagel. They just seem too serious for a name like that. I love when serious looking <laughs> dogs get like ridiculous names. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's for. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. How does that cat not kick off the sunglasses off its head? It's got a little, um, like a little band that goes around the head. <laughs> I have a picture. It'll be on the website. Like Kareem Abdul Jabbar's. <laughs> Basketball glasses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, our friend Libby. Oh, real quick. She, um, she's married to Todd Vanderwerf, who um, is the AV Club TV editor. And yes. she messaged me and told me that she saw you in line. Yeah, yeah. But, she was uh, right in front of me in line. So, yeah. yeah. She was like, she kind of like, I thought they looked familiar because we had lunch with them. But I didn't put it together and I didn't, I thought I, I wasn't sure who they were. And then she's like, are you Simone? And then she was like, I'm like, yeah. And then she like checked my Twitter and saw that I was tweeting about the cat festival and put it all together. So, yeah. So that That's was cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She messaged like me and she's like, there was this really beautiful woman behind me in line with a really <gasps> cute baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I so checked nice. and it was Simone. Yeah. Aww. I was not she's feeling so very beautiful funny. that day, so that's nice to hear. I was wearing a cat yeah. t-shirt <laughs> and carrying a baby. <laughs> Carrie's mom always says, "I'm, you know, I'm just gonna say fuck it and just put on a cat sweatshirt." <laughs> so, in super exciting news over here, as listeners may know, my son's name is Quincy Gibb, and the Gibb is for the Gibbs of the Bee Gees. And we mm-hmm. got tickets to see Barry Gibb in concert in uh, in June, and so we got tickets. Like we were like gonna, we were like you know like there's that super super front section with like you know ten seats in it. We're like, well let's not even try for that because that's crazy. So we went for the ones behind it, and I don't know. There was all this drama going on. We didn't think we were gonna get tickets, and then Greg gets third row tickets, and we're like, oh my god, like in the in the front front section, and then like it's just like just to the side, but still in that front 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 section, and then it turns out that because of the way the stage curves that we're in the third row but there is no row one and two so we're in the front row for a giant oh, show at the hollywood bowl my god yes that's amazing i know at Jeez. the hollywood fucking bowl like everybody like when there's a hollywood bowl show is like oh no because everyone's assuming like i can't even get the good seats if i try you know wow so did he pull any strings or geez, no no he amazing. just went online he had like a he was part of a pre-sale but he was able to get uh to, to get the he was part of a package though so like more than what just the ticket itself would cost we're gonna get a laminate that's not gonna get us in anywhere <laughs> but we can sure feel important <laughs> we're vips without laminate so VIPs who can't get backstage. Yeah, such bullshit. Oh, Fucking wow. laminates. Like when you've had a real laminate, as I have had several, it's just like what bullshit. But I bet those other people will be excited <laughs> about their laminates, so I shouldn't be such a jerk. But anyway, yeah. So that's like the most exciting thing of a front row for a giant show with Barry Gibb at the Hollywood Bowl, and we went all in because we've been talking about spending the money to see the Bee Gees for like the last twelve years. Yeah. Like we're, go- we're gonna go yeah. all out. We don't normally do this, Aww. which is why this has never happened to either of us in our lives. So we're very. Excited. Hey. Oh, and the Hollywood Bowl too. That's where Liberace would always play. 
Oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, that place is so it's, giant. Like the the farthest the seats yeah. in the very back row, are like in Mexico. You know, it's so big. <laughs> but yeah, it's super exciting. Is that where you saw Judy Garland? We saw Liza Minnelli. Not yes. Judy Garland. Liza Minnelli. <laughs> yes. Excuse me, um, I have a broken shoulder. <laughs> glug glug glug. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> okay, so in this last week. Um, the Woody Allen situation has been really <laughs> to the forefront on Twitter and the news. Yes. Um, I am hearing lots of different things. What, what have you been hearing? Um, so I guess I've been hearing these allegations came out a long time ago. And then, you know, they were found. I think, yeah, I think they went to, it, there was... There was they looked at the evidence and there's like there's no evidence. So he wasn't prosecuted for this before, but they didn't pursue it at all from the the daughter's claims that that um, that she'd been molested. And so then after they had that tribute to Woody at the Golden Globes, um, the Sun started tweeting and Mia Farrow was tweeting. But the Sun was tweeting like, oh, they're not pointing out the part where he molested his seven year old daughter or whatever. And that kind of brought this conversation back to light. So that's mm-hmm. all I know that's happened. I don't know what. And so then she what she wrote a more detailed account of what happened since then is that right yeah yeah have you read that i haven't read that but um i I know there was another thing i was going to read which is the person that did that like two-part movie two movie length part uh, documentary about woody that on netflix that we watched and he wrote a piece of why he thinks it's not the case um Mm. but i i I haven't read that either i was going to but yeah yeah i I was very frustrated by that because that guy has a vested interest in making Woody look good, you know? Right, and right. what does this girl have to lose? And <clears throat> just, I think, <laughs> in all the group therapy I've been in with these people telling these horrible, you know, stories of molestation from their fathers, stepfathers, mothers, boyfriends, older brothers. I mean, that's textbook. Like, what Dylan described was exactly the type of thing you hear. Right. There's, people don't make that up. I mean, I oh, okay, I should say... I do know there are cases where the mother will be mad at the dad and, and you know, tell the children to lie about it, to get them yeah, in trouble. Yeah. I, I feel that that does happen. I feel it happens so much more seldom than the, the molestation occurs. Right. And but then there's I, the whole I'm, repressed memory thing that people... Right, that's true too. That yeah, so the, she may even believe that this happened. And I'm, I'm not taking any sides. I'm not claiming to know. I'm just throwing this as another possibility. She may write that and believe with every fiber of her being that it happened. But because, you know, Mia's... I, I mean, Mia was pissed. And they were all pissed, as you should, when your dad runs off mm-hmm. with your sister. So, you know, the, yeah. the, the, any, any kind of, um, uh, you know whatever comes after that there's so much anger and so much desire to take him down at that point that you know i'm not i, I just can't discount that that's part of it too but i think more yeah. what i'm feeling about the whole thing is that like they're like woody defenders and the, the woody defenders like taking her down and saying she's full of shit you know and then the the people with the victim's rights want to like support her and not be dismissive of this but it's a, like yeah. it's a it's a private thing that's so public and everyone feels like right. they need to have an opinion you know and i think fans of woody feel like they need to exonerate him for themselves so that they can keep enjoying his movies I know, you know I and know. then and then people who are for the you know victims rights don't want to just let this slide either so but I, yeah. I, I almost feel like you know it would be safer to just sort of say I think this is possible or that's probable or whatever but not 
get into such big comment fights as people have been doing, insisting that one thing is the case or the other yeah. because because all things are possible. You know, repressed memories, making right. shit up, you know, actually doing it. You know, that's all possible, and nobody knows enough to like get behind it and make this strong case for it. But I think it's so right. much of it's driven by they people need either want to demonize Woody or they need to make him uh, innocent for their right. their own enjoyment of his movie. So, yeah, that's sort of yeah. my position on it. Because I can't possibly know at all, you know? Exactly. If she believes it, I mean, you, how do you argue with that if she fully believes it? Right, right. So. I know. <laughs> I think that what, um, what this brings up for me is that, um, that, like, I've been the victim that no one believed twice in my childhood and I so I would just you know I'm I'm on her side although I want to hold the possibility that you know something could could happen I wasn't there you know right um but just the fact that people respond with oh well I just feel it's just not it, (laughs) it highlights how the, the culture of doubting what the victim's claims are um, right. is very interesting. So, and, and like you said, it's like this inability to hold the tension of like liking the movies and maybe he did this. But uh, yeah, we were texting the other night. I was like, oh, we're watching um, everything you want to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask that, you know, Woody Allen collection of shorts. And um, I'm like, yeah. it's just the funniest thing ever. But this news had broken and I'm like, I'm still able to enjoy his movies. I'm grateful for this because I'm like, yeah, I actually think he probably did it, but the stuff right. is still hilarious and brilliant. You know, like, what are you Yeah, do? yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know, what I felt so. about Michael Jackson. I wrote a blog about this at the time. Yeah. I was like super, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty, um, based on a lot of the evidence that it was more than, because this is more of a he said, she said sort of case, you know, but that was more like physical evidence and stuff that they had um, with the Michael Jackson case. So it's definitely, he's so guilty, you know, probably too much so. But um, even thinking that it didn't stop me from enjoying his music. I wrote a blog about it because it's it's that whole confusion of wanting to, uh, you need something to be completely innocent and good in every way for you to like it, you know, and it's like there's, there's separate things the way something art affects you emotionally is separate you know but obviously knowing that stuff mm-hmm. it, it, it changes the purity of whatever you thought you know so yeah um, and I think I think that's a big driving force in, in people's uh, opinions uh, when they try to decide one way or the other but yeah I think yeah. I mean it just sucks that we even have to like try and you know have to feel like we have to take a side and have to make a decision because it doesn't really matter if we do or not you know yeah so. like we we all like lolita you know the roman Plansky stuff walt whitman's poetry they were pedophiles you know yeah. <laughs> they kind of stood the test of time like yeah uh, who knows and who knows about all the other greats that haven't been caught you know yeah. like, these are just the few that have gotten caught or, or had allegations against them you know like yeah who the fuck knows what really goes on in everybody's life, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing that's kind of freaky to think about. Indeed. So, uh, now this is major news for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if you heard this, but J.K. Rowling, I guess she was interviewed by Emma Watson for something or the other, uh-huh. and she said she made a mistake by um, putting Hermione and Ron together at the end of the series, really? and that Hermione should have been with Harry. I always felt and that that's how it should have ended, too. 
Really? Okay, it's because yeah. Greg said the same thing, but Greg is really? like a casual viewer. And, like he just knows I, most of it so. through me. As yeah. are you, which is why I thought this would be an interesting conversation uh-huh. between someone who has, you know, poured over every word at least twice mm. and, um, and you know, watched the movies, cried in midnight screenings, the whole shebang. <laughs> so, because I felt like in the books, like it slowly sets up that whole relationship, you know, that mm. it's building. And I always liked that, that Harry and Hermione were like completely platonic. Like there's nothing there. They're just friends. Like a guy and a girl, they're just, just friends. And I always really liked that, you know, and I just felt, and the Ginny thing was building with Harry and Ginny has been building since the second book, you know. Yeah. So I, I just always sort of felt like you laid all this, you set everything up in this certain way. So it kind of dismantles a lot of that part of the story. But my, what I would have preferred is that not, none of them ended up with each other at all. And just like normal people, they kind of, it's, it's like, it's kind of incestuous, like 90210, where they all just keep dating yeah. each other. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like occasionally, oh, Victor Crumb's in town from uh, from uh, the other school, from Bulgaria. So, uh, you know, Hermione kind of dates him for a little while. But it's like, oh, we'll just come back to old Wani, you know, so it's, you know, I, I just would have liked it if they kind of grew up and just were with other people, but I did think, I don't think Ron was her right for Hermione, I do agree with that, I just don't think she had to be with Harry, hmm. so, yeah, that's my feeling, so what do you think of it, you just always felt like, why isn't she with Harry Potter? Yes, uh, just from the beginning, it seemed like that obvious thing, like, um, y- you know, who am I thinking of, um, Jenny Garth and Jason Priestley, like <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly right. Taylor, and why am I blanking on his name? <laughs> Brandon Walsh. Brandon Walsh. <laughs> like, and at the end, you know, they get married. Except, oops, you know, like, so. <laughs> but no, they I mean, didn't like, get married. He left. <laughs> She's not with him at the end. She's getting back with Dylan in the end. Oh, because I'm thinking of that where they had a big wedding, and right before they're like, you know what, we decide not to, but let's have a big party because we love you guys. No, that but, was Donna and David. Oh, I could have sworn it was. Oh, Brandon no, 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 and Kelly. No. no. No, really? no. Brandon's, Brandon left the series in like I think the the, the ninth or tenth season, yeah, right. and then he, he just appears by video. Okay. Yeah, he just appears <sighs> by video, so um, it's really lame. But yeah, no. But see, I always thought that Kelly and Dylan were like the ultimate couple, and they make eyes at each other on the dance floor while Celebration is playing at that wedding, and yeah, and it's like this is lame. <sighs> yeah, but I always felt like that was the true couple. So I think we just have different feelings yeah, about I who think the true so. couples are. Uh, yeah. Greg has to but be honestly, the tiebreaker here. I wonder which well, Greg he thinks. <laughs> oh, about about the, about the nine hundred two people. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. I think he's more into the Brandon Kelly relationship. So, um, but I will double check and find out for next time. But honestly, I think Hermione could have done better than both of them. Like, just you know, Harry's Harry's <laughs> great, right. but he's not as he's not as smart. Nowhere near as smart as her. And you know, I mean, Ron is like practically retarded compared to her. So, <laughs> he totally uh, <laughs> is. especially when he's scared of spiders. I just want to like kick him in the face. Aww, I'm <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just reminded myself of, of um, my friend Scott because we were arguing about Bono on my wall yesterday. Like I was saying, I was saying, oh god, I can't listen to this new YouTube song. I'm just too scared. I'm not going to do it. And people are like, no, it's really good. Bono's wonderful. And I'm like, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And um, and my friend Scott, he was on my side about being, you know, formerly pro Bono and now anti Bono. He goes, I just want to see right. him push push a handicapped kid down some stairs <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh that is exactly what he needs to do he's, and he's doing that you know in theory the way he doesn't pay taxes in <laughs> Ireland know. he's, he's you know accounts? Uh. yeah yeah that, that's you know 
in a way, pushing uh, <laughs> handicapped children down staircases by not... They don't have the benefits they could have if fucking Bono would pay his goddamn taxes, you son of a bitch. So he's kind of done it. You're Fuck that guy. absolutely right. I want you to get in on this thread. <laughs> <laughs> he's such an asshole. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> um, now, on... Uh, I don't even know if it, it was aired on the internet. I guess this this debate between um, Bill internet. Nye the science it. it aired on the internet. This debate between <laughs> Bill Nye the science guy and Ken Ham, uh, the guy from the Creationist Museum. Yeah. Um, now uh, debating, you know, uh, about evolution. Now, did you watch this debate? I didn't. I didn't watch it at all. I, I just knew I that I would hear all about it on the internet. I knew it would be too painful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just thought this is going to have a, a, a follow a very, you know, usual sort of formula where, you know, everyone thinks their guy won at the end exactly. and nobody learns anything. And yeah, so I, I didn't I didn't think um, I didn't really think it was uh, it was worth what I mean, I kind of wanted to. That was at the CFI, the Center for Inquiry that's mm-hmm. near my not far from my house. They um, they were having a like screening and it was Ooh. like, bring your own food, yell at the screen. And I was like, that could be fun or that could be really fucking annoying and smug. <laughs> So, right. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't want to go, but instead I got to go see the Book of Mormon at the last minute, fourth row oh. tickets. So that was a much better way to spend. The well, day. yeah, I saw your tweet about that. I'm like, wait, what? I'm gonna have to ask her about yeah, this yeah. on the podcast. Our friends had free tickets and just and uh, asked us to go like on the day. I was like, yes, yes, yes. So And Val Kilmer was in the room behind us. So, what? Yes. That's so exciting. So, Yes, but anyway, so I didn't watch it, but um, but I saw like people commenting like on stuff Christian culture likes about it, mm-hmm. and and one of the things that 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 did sort of um uh sort of frustrate me about it is the thing that keeps coming up is people saying you need faith to um to, to be an atheist or something. Yeah, well, you need well, a yeah, lot of believe- faith. It takes a lot yeah. of faith to be an atheist. It takes a lot of yeah. faith to believe in evolution. <laughs> That's just like, yeah, eh. yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's so frustrating because it's like, to me, the you only need faith if you personally don't understand it. You know, you... Yeah. But faith isn't required for everybody. Faith is required by by everyone to believe in God. But I think because it's needed to believe in God, they want to say, well, you need it too. But um, yeah. but you only need it to understand science if you don't understand science. You know, like, like I say, I would say I sort of have faith, but I would loosely use the phrase I have faith but it's really me trusting in the scientists because they understand the thing that I can't understand but it can be understood you know what I mean the information is there I'm just too lazy to actually find it out you know so 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 when everyone's saying you need faith you know it's like oh yeah it just doesn't all add up it's like it doesn't add up to you because you haven't taken the time to like learn and research it you know and the, 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 the explanations as to why it makes sense are all there you know so um, I get really frustrated when when people think the limits of what's knowable are limited by their own brains, it's like your own pea brain can't get it. So then that's it. It's that that that's it. You need faith to believe anything beyond that. You know, it's just. And then you know, there's information available to to to, to learn more about that, and they don't they don't really want to find it out. You know. Yeah. So. So I found that kind of frustrating. I posted some links on there, but I'm sure nobody will read it because everyone just kind of is affirming what they already think, which is that yes, you definitely need faith, and this won't Wait, change. Wait, this is that. on stuff Christian culture likes. They're saying that. Yeah, yeah. People were saying, yeah, you know, that people were saying that you needed faith too, and also just they going were? the whole oh, thing. I like, see that. That was a little bit of that, but it was flagging on it was, the creationists, but. 
Yeah, but it was it was more, less the face stuff, but more the um, uh, I just can't be sure. You know what I mean? Like okay, the information yeah. isn't there, kind of thing. You know, so which is sort of implying that for us to believe it, we're believing something that can't isn't not provable. But it's yeah. just that you know, just because you understand it, it's not it's not the information is available. So um, yeah, so um, so I thought that was interesting. But I do wonder if there's anyone. Um, Listening to this, you know, who who sort of felt that way that thinks evolution um, requires faith, um, and me saying this, like, does this make you think maybe you should know more about how science works? Because yeah, I'll post the links that I posted, but it really explains like things like carbon dating and how they age the Earth. Things I don't fully understand, but it explains it better. So mm-hmm. you can say, oh, okay, that's how they arrive at that, you know? Yeah. But I don't. I'm not going to say the science because I don't, I can't repeat it because I'm not smart enough. Sure. For that, you know? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> But um, but I, I wonder if people what like the big w- deal is. I just don't see how evolution is a big threat to these people who really. It, it all comes from them taking the Book of Genesis literally. When it's like a yeah, book of yeah. poetry, it's a myth. It's you know, it's it's not yeah, yeah. it's not literal scientific data. It's poetry, you motherfuckers. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, because once ahead. I think they start they start giving into that being a myth, then they're you know they're unleashing the beast that. Yeah. Most of it's a myth. To all of it's a myth, and all of it's made up. You know, I think that's that's sort of I think at the at the crux of it. But even people like on stuff Christian culture likes that are more open to to um, you know well open to all of it and not married to the creationist idea still want to be like well I'm just keeping my options open. I'm not sure. I, there's a lot of I'm not sure I believe the science yeah. part of it. You know, which yeah. I think I was like why not? You know, just do a bit more research or just say yeah, yeah. I just don't get the science, but you know I trust I that think- it's true because I'm using the internet right now which <laughs> uses science. <laughs> totally. And I don't understand how the internet works, but I know that it works. So yeah. <laughs> We don't have to fully understand everything to know that it's Simone, true. How can you how can you see a sunset and not believe that there is a god? <laughs> Did you see oh. that I made that my cover photo today and she used the wrong there pronoun? Like she used Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was even worse than that. It was even worse than that. That's at least that's more like that's more like poetic the way you said it. It was more like you know, how if there's no god then how are there sunsets? Like like as if there's no explanation for it, you know? It's like that that's the only way they could be made it was the dumbest thing ever but um but in terms of changing people's mind about um about whether or not to to uh you know accept science or not so i'm like i'm talking about this like i wonder if anyone's like thinking huh well maybe i should learn about that a bit more but then today i was reading um about this is great great website and it's called you are not so smart have you heard of this no it is a revelation of psychology is it going to hurt my feelings it probably will it'll hurt everybody who reads its feeling because you will find out that you are not so smart but it pretty much points out that all these things that you think you comprehend about yourself like say brand loyalty or that you think there's a there's a solid reason why i prefer mac to pc and uh-huh. apple to android to or whatever like you, all the the, the, the the tricks your brain is playing on you to Ooh. um to, 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 to make to rationalize these thoughts you know because they they it's a protection you know to, to make the, make make you feel that you made the right choice you know so wow. things like that so in the case of this is crazy this one this is like really hurts my head we all we've all engaged in comment disputes uh-huh. um, but this is called the backfire effect so if there's something that somebody feels really strongly about uh-huh. um, if you're presented with information that goes against your beliefs no matter how much solid evidence it may present 
our brains instinctively use this to somehow strengthen our original position. So if you believe in creationism and somebody says, look, X, Y, Z and the fossil record and this and that and that and that, and this is why evolution is true, it, the brain will find a way and be like, you can't trust science. Do you know what I mean? The, the brain will come up with ways that it, it, and it only strengthens yeah. their resolves. So whereas yeah. they might've been wishy-washy about it before, the more you're like telling them, oh, 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 here's this, this, and this you should consider. It doesn't, it rarely acts to actually change the person's mind, but rather to strengthen their original position, wow. which is just insane to me that people right. are like pre-programmed, all of us to just yeah. sort of go against the, the incoming improved information. Because so, it's so difficult um, for us to adapt. Like, it's uncomfortable to adapt to new ways of, of living or processing right, the right. world, I think, might be what the resistance yeah. is. I don't know. Do they have an yeah. explanation for that? Or? Yeah, yeah, The whole thing is, it's a, it's a long post, but it's, it's really okay. worth reading. I mean, this whole site is amazing. It just breaks down all these things you think, you know, that you understand about yourself and Sounds how so people think. Yeah, it's great. There's a book of it. I had the book um, in my Goodreads for a little while, and then I revisited it for some reason, and then I... Oh, that's right. I saw the podcast came up, so there's a podcast of it now, and also there's all these articles in the blog. So, um, but yeah, but just the idea that you're getting correct information, improved information, and it's only affirming the opposite thing that you can't, you're almost incapable of learning from it, you know. So when people have this thing like I definitely feel this way, or I'm definitely into doubting, like are you saying I'm definitely never going to, you know what I mean? Like if you're holding yeah. the position that I'm always in doubt. If facts, actual facts come in, are you incapable of never really believing those facts because you're so married to the idea of doubt? Right. You know what I mean? Huh. So, yeah, that that's, yeah, that whole, yeah, it, it, it's a real mindfuck whole thing. But I love it because I, yeah. I like to be challenged in this way. But I'm sure there's another article I haven't read yet about how I'm deluding myself in some other <laughs> way by thinking that. <laughs> So the site is going to hurt everybody's feelings. Good. Okay. Everybody's like feelings. Good. Nobody's left out. Creationist, <laughs> atheist, you're all welcome to have your brain shut down. Your brain is a pile of shit. It's <laughs> really bothering me, Mark. Yes. So, but anyway, I'm really, really into this stuff. So, um, yeah, but it makes me like, it, it, it's for one, it's saying don't bother getting into these debates in this way because it's not really going to work you know um but on the same token i don't think you shouldn't discuss things because i think you can affect people but i think if we're all more open to the idea that this is the case we might work that bit harder to really truly open our minds and be yeah. mindful of that so yeah yeah that's what i got from it personally cool. um, anyway so yeah i'm intrigued and so, and on, 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 a, on a similar path of that sort of thing, now we've talked about, we were mentioning before when we talked about people's um, uh, experience of, uh, 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 like the experience of abuse, you know, whether or not mm -hmm. somebody actually experiencing that there's a false memory syndrome and all that. And we've talked about mm -hmm. experience in the past where, um, you know, because you've said, you know, everyone's experience is valid. And, and, and I've, uh, and I've, you know, and I, I've accepted that on, on a certain level. But I've sort of been questioning that again lately because mm -hmm. I had um, an incident and it's a trivial incident. It, it involves a bottle of, of alcohol, <laughs> an undrunk <laughs> bottle of alcohol. The, the consumption of this bottle of alcohol is not part of it. Okay. But there it was wasn't this bottle of cookie dough vodka, was it? No, 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 no. That I have Jonah for backup that we drank that and it was disgusting and we couldn't finish it. But <laughs> that is real. Um, <laughs> 
Um, no, it was a bottle of acai berry liquor that I got for Greg because he had tasted it on a plane. He's like, yeah, get that. So I bought it and he drank a little, he drank some of it. And I just remember him having it like a couple times, like a couple shots. And it just seemed like it just kind of sat around, you know, in the, in the liquor cabinet. And then I saw it um, a few weeks before we went to Australia. I saw it in the cabinet, nearly full. And I was like, oh, he still hasn't drunk this. He must have forgotten about it because I know he really liked it. And then we get to Australia and he and Bunyan are obsessed with this drink called 28 Black that's made of acai berry. And Greg's touting all of these other great acai berry products and saying, yeah, there's this drink called, this alcohol called Vive. And I was like, oh, we still have that bottle. You haven't drunk it. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I just saw it the other day. And he's like, oh, yes. And he's really excited. I think he has this nearly full bottle at home, right? So we get home, open the liquor cabinet, it's not there. It's fucking not there. And the cabinet is full, nothing is missing. And I'm thinking, did I just completely invent this like three weeks before? Or did I invent it in that moment that I was talking about it? Yeah. Like I, I, I conveyed this whole thing and to me it was a real experience. I, what I was saying was something yeah. I had just seen and repeating to them. And I think this really happened, but all evidence shows that it didn't happen, you know? So I'm like right. reeling over what what is real and what isn't real, you know? Because I, yeah. I have no other explanations. Like, did the cat sitter steal it? No, she didn't fucking steal it. And replace it with a bottle of Kahlua? Why would she do that? You know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, how do you know she didn't? <laughs> yeah, how do we know if she didn't? But nothing, nothing shows that it did, you know? So I feel like my mind has played a trick on me you know and so and so when it comes to like saying every experience is valid i wanted to get more in that because i feel like it's it's true to that person it's real to that person but where how far do we take that in terms of right. uh accepting that because obviously people have experiences of, of varying degrees and various levels of seriousness and harm to other people so yeah, yeah where, where, where can we talk because i think we've talked about the, the that in relation to other things but not relating directly to uh, not just specifically about that yeah i think as far as and this um, is informed by whatever my therapeutic process has been is um, right. anything that you say in therapy like i've said things like i don't know if i'm making this up or what or what is happening and the therapist like well, right. let's you know, let's walk backwards and we'll spend time doing that but they'll, they've also told me whatever you ex what you whatever is in your consciousness that is your reality and that's you know we're going to deal with that because right. that does affect you and the way you see the world it's a, you know that's your lens and so it, um i think on a therapeutic re relational level that's that's where it has validity um, right I, and, and there's all kinds of levels of insanity where I swear I'm, that I'm talking to a person right here who actually isn't there, you know? <laughs> right, right. Um, so I, so um, if I were to engage with this person on a relational level, I would have to accept the fact that they think that they're talking to someone standing next right. to them that is not there, that I do not see. And, um, right. But it's from a factual level, like, well, sorry, their experience is not valid because yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, that yeah. person's not there. So, um, yeah, again, I'm like... Yeah, I think that there's at least two angles on that. Um, yeah. Because that didn't make the liquor bottle materialize. Yeah, <laughs> Your experience yeah. of it being there, yeah. yeah, it didn't help. But when it comes to like religious experiences and, 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 and things like that, because I know it, it's got talked about a lot sort of in, you know, stuff Christian culture likes world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and to what degree is it is it talked about um is it talked about then like for example like you know Mark Driscoll has some whatever he thinks is his experience with with God yeah. you know or Jesus or whatever and and he's his whole you know ministry is based on that so what what where does the validity fit in with that do you know what I mean 
Right. Well, um, I, it's funny that you bring that up because yesterday I was watching a clip about Mark Driscoll saying he saw demons and he saw, you know, someone saying that his wife, you know, fornicated before he was married. They were married, you know, and um, he like had a vision of her doing that, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And uh, and uh, I'm like, well, he may, you know, he could be a charlatan. Maybe he did experience that. Um, but when it's used to oppress somebody else, like that's not you know the <laughs> the spirit of love that you know the Jesus Christ taught about you know like that there's yeah. something fishy so I think that lining that up like what he experienced and what Mars Hill says they're about as opposed to what they do um, that's where it gets cattywampus <laughs> to yeah, but say his it interpretation is that 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 is what Jesus wanted, you know, and I know it's totally different right. to to yours, but you know, then where do we diverge at which ones which ones correct? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, I well, mean, he he seems to have some sort of he feels like he's read it and he's got this channel that tells him this is what's right and this is how we need to do it. And yes, it oppresses women, but that's what Jesus wants. You know, Jesus right. wants you to man up. So you know, like you know, that that's what gets so tricky about it is determining where where the validity. You know where the validity is. You know. Yeah, like, well, I mean, Mark Driscoll doesn't like to talk about how Jesus would talk to to women when it wasn't in their culture. You would even talk to a woman, right? You know, and that you know, supposedly after he resurrected, he told women, he's like, "Go tell them that I'm here," and you know, right? That's that I and mean, he just weird. kind of omits that. Yeah, he doesn't like to talk about that. So that's <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little inconvenient for his theories about who Jesus was. Right, right, so, right, right, right. Uh, and so that's where it gets gray and like, uh, Mark and, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that guy's tough for me, as you know. Yeah, uh, yes, um, no, I do know. That's interesting about your, your assigned memory. I know, I know. I so, do that with my phone constantly. I'm like, it was right the fuck here. What I don't know how, David. I don't know how things I put down, I turn around, they're gone. Why? 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 Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like that an, happens to me. I'm like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, there's another to it. piece on you are not so smart, just about how your brain fills in. Like we think we have like a constant stream video filming everything as it's happening, and that's what our memories are, yeah. but they're not. So it's uh-huh. like could easily be your brain having a memory from a time it was there, and yeah, things like that happening. You know, your brain's yeah. just constantly filling in gaps so oh, yeah I'm but so i can't recommend that side older enough. and losing my mind I'm oh i know the mum brain <laughs> has kicked in for me i like can't remember things like if i don't do it now it's like not gonna yes. happen yes so. oh frustrating <laughs> oh, cool so, so the dog um, in the news yes go ahead, <laughs> oh, you go ahead. <laughs> no after you oh thank you dogs in the news <laughs> Dong is, is I just picture this dong now just waving like you know you do the open hand like welcome. <laughs> I picture like that that those green inflatable things in front of car dealerships that like wave in the wind. Oh, yeah. like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, so the dong in the news is a man, thirty-four-year-old man, uh, crashed into a uh, crown fried chicken in North Philadelphia. And he got out, immediately disrobed, and started pleasuring himself. (laughs) And there's a video. video? It's not much. It's just the back of him. But you can see him, like, 
grabbing his front. I think he's mostly done by this point, but he's like grabbing something in front and then he like rubs his hand over his butt. And I like that his like pet trousers are like around his ankles while he's doing this. So yeah, it's like that's not Staying my first impulse when I have a, an accident is to like get out and take my clothes off. But uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I wish there was more video, but I'm glad there's anything. It just, it really helps. Like, it helps put your imagination in a place where you can fill in the rest. So it really yes. did. Oh. I watched it twice. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it twice also. Yes. <laughs> We're so in sync. <laughs> so in sync. So, I, as you didn't see the Super Bowl, I guess you missed out on a spectacular Red Hot Chili Peppers performance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sure did. Simone and I are big Chili Peppers fans. Huge. <laughs> okay, huge. Not, do you know Neil Hamburger was supposed to do his annual Super Bowl show, halftime show at Cha Cha? Yeah. Where he, yeah, and what happened? It was going to be him doing his Red Hot Chili Pepper jokes with um, our friend Eric playing flea bass uh, as a backing. Oh. <laughs> but it got oh. cancelled for uh, unforeseen reasons. But yeah. That's too bad because I freaking love Neil Hamburger's Chili Peppers jokes. But um, so this this was um, emailed to me by Ben Parsons of the Grapes of Wrath, and he goes, "Tony, you need to you need to tell Simone about this." And so I'm like, "Oh, well, I would be happy to." I go over to the Red Hot Chili Peppers website. And it says, a message from Flea. And I said, Ooh. oh, this is going to be good. So I I'll, I'll, I condensed it because it's this big, long letter. Um, and he goes, the Red Hot Chili Peppers stance on any sort of miming has been that we absolutely will not do it. But when we were asked by the NFL and Bruno to play our song, Give It Away, it's Super Bowl. It was made clear to us that the vocals would be live, that the bass, drums, and guitar would be pre-recorded. We take our music playing seriously. It is a sacred thing for us. And anyone who has ever seen us in concert knows that we play from our heart. We improvise spontaneously, take musical risks, and sweat blood at every show. Oh, God. I spoke with many musician friends with whom, for whom I have the utmost respect, and they all said that it, they would do it if they were asked, that it was a wild, trippy thing to do, and what the hell. Plus, we, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, all love football, too, and that played a big part in our decision. We decided that, with Anthony singing live, that we could still bring the spirit and freedom of what we do into the performance, and of course oh. we played every note in the recording specifically for the gig. Oh. For the actual performance, Josh, Chad, and I were playing along with a pre-recorded track, so there was no need to plug in our guitars, so we did not. Could we have plugged them in and avoided bumming people out who have expressed disappointment that the instrumental track was pre-recorded? Of course, we easily could have, and this would have been a non-issue. But we thought it would be better not to pretend. <laughs> While he was mining, playing the bass. It seemed like the realest thing we could do in the situation. It was like making a music video in front of a gazillion people except with live vocals and only one chance to rock it. Our only thought was to bring the spirit of who we are to the people. We will continue to play our guts out live on stage for anyone who wants to get their brains blown out. Sincerely, oh. Flea. What a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> wow. God, that sucked more than I imagined. Oh, God. Did you read Axel Rose's response to this? He made some crazy thing about how they may have actually were playing live, but they had little little microchips up their butt that were like transmitting to their <laughs> up their asses. He's like, it's like Google Glass, but Google ass. <laughs> yes, 
like Axel Rose appears from nowhere to like weigh in on this. It was hilarious. Um, oh. I'll post that on the on the on the page. Wow, I haven't heard from him in years. I know. This is what he comes out for. Amazing. So kind of spectacular. <laughs> Way to surface. <sighs> Well, I think baby Quincy is crying, so we are going to wrap things up. Um, If you need to buy anything at all, um, such as mayonnaise or lube or (laughs) kitty litter, um, go to donkini.com and click through our Amazon link to buy it so we get a kickback and um, continue our ministry here on the airwaves. So until next time, bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. Bye. Bye. Bonjour. Je t'adore. C'est toujours à Écoutez, répétez, je te donne.